0: Up, activators, and welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast. I am your mm, temporary host, Samantha Frost. While Mister Wilcox is having some much-needed R and R, so if you've got any like really soothing, calming, Zen-like thoughts, send them his way. <laughs> right, today's episode is all about confidence, in particular, confidence around working on camera um now it might seem like a bit of a sidestep a weird one but if we think about it social media is kind of the way most people communicate and connect with people these days and as authors particularly if you are an indie author although this works for trad too because just because you know you've been signed it doesn't mean you aren't expected to do marketing and the like you are going to be using social media. You're going to be using it to connect with readers, to find readers, to market your books. Um, So it's important that you can use it with some confidence because when you show confidence, then the people watching you feel safe with you and they are more likely to engage back and also, you know, buy your books. But before we get into all of that, I would like to give a big shout out for our weekly wins to the one only Pan, Anne has been working on his novel for over 10 years now. 10 years. And when they joined Activated Authors, it was still not done. And here we are, four days away from him launching, releasing his first ever novel. And it is a beast and I am so proud of him. So I'm going to pop his um, details in the show notes. Go check it out. If you are a fan of fantasy, go over, check out his book, The Life of Fire, released on the 27th of March. So proud of him. Pan, well done. (laughs) Like, this is huge. And I know if Dan was here, he would be saying the exact same thing. This is one of the things that I love about our community so much is that Han's story is incredible, but it is not unique in the sense of often we have people that are either starting out or coming back to the page after a long time away. And they connect with people and they see how gorgeous everybody in there is and they buoy each other along and it's fun and social and it's working with your friends. And then, you know, just casually releasing your first ever novel or getting back to the page after it's been decades. I am obsessed with our community and I'm obsessed with every single person in there. I love you all. I love you so much. And Pan, I am so proud of you. Go get it. Now onto my, I was about to say win of the week then. We've just done that, Sam. Good Lord. No, onto my uh, takeaway of the week. And this is something we was talking about earlier, actually, in sprints. And that is sometimes you have to go slow to go fast. Now, this is by no means the first time that I have said this, thought of this, or kind of re-remembered this, but it's so true. We get so caught up in the things that we're doing, right? Often we are in love with the stuff. So we may, maybe we've got a day job that, you know, however we feel about it, but we come home at the end of the day, Or we start our day off early and we get to the page and we write and we love it. And often by the time you get into bed, you've had kind of no time for yourself. And it's running, 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 running all the time because, you know, you want to get it done. You want to release those books so that either, you know, you can be creatively fulfilled or you can leave your day job and you can become a full time author. And all of that stuff is so, so valid. But the problem is when we forget about ourselves And we forget to take a beat or a pause. And we're trying to get somewhere quickly so we don't stop. But flat ground can feel like Everest if you just keep going. And sometimes it just takes that five minutes to just understand, okay, like I need to rest or I feel like maybe I'm on the edge of burnout or I've been working really hard. I'm going to have the weekend off. Or even if it's just... 10 minutes to yourself every day whatever it is that you can manage sometimes stopping is the best way to keep going so that's my takeaway for this week is that sometimes you gotta go slow to go fast and just before we dive into the subject for today I just want to remind everybody that April is just around the corner which means that our first 50k writing camp of 2023 is also just around the corner so if you want to get involved then head on over to activatedauthors.com you can find all the details over there about our camps about the beautiful perks about the sprints about the live word tracker everything that we do and get involved it's a right old hoot and we can help pull you along to achieve that 50k in 30 day oh I'm a poet on to today's topic. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to do this today is I have a background in acting. I went to drama school for three years. Um, I trained in theatre and film and TV and all of radio and all of the other bits and pieces that you do. And so I have some kind of background knowledge and skills in this area. Now, obviously, when I went to drama school way back in... Just, just oh we don't need to focus on the dates um social media existed like I'm not that old but it wasn't the like mammoth machine that it is now so you know reels and tiktok and all that kind of stuff wasn't what it was youtube was around but it was still kind of finding its feet it wasn't this huge thing it was mostly cat videos um and so it kind of hadn't taken over the world yet as it is so obviously i've trained in camera and tv all that stuff like i say but not in social media in the sense of kind of how to communicate and the rest of it because with camera when you're an actor obviously it's about like pulling the audience in without like directly engaging them unless you're doing deadpool in which case looking at the camera is fine but a lot of the principles are the same and so i know that a lot of authors get nervous around this stuff because let's be honest it is intimidating if you're not used to talking to a camera or you know speaking to god knows who it can feel really overwhelming it can feel like "Mm, i'm good thank you next moving on and here's the honest truth you don't have to you just don't (laughs) me and dan talk about this all the time before you decide on anything ask yourself why so If you are, I don't know, getting a TikTok account because you think it will sell books, but you have zero joy in it and you're not going to be like consistent. um, However, that looks for you. You're not going to you know, really put any effort in. It's not going to bring you any joy. You're not particularly going to get anything out of it. Then don't do it. There are so many other ways to sell books um, other than social media like book ads for example and in-person events there's I mean I'm not going to like list them all because quite frankly I think that's probably the end of my list I'm not the like 60 hundred books sold author international best-selling Daniel Wilcox so I'm not going to try and sit here and you know list out all the other ways but there are plenty and it isn't a case of If you're not on social media, you know, you're not going to sell books because there are examples of authors, um, again, that Dan will know better than me. But there, there are authors that do really well and they're not on social media. And the reason they do really well is because they understand who they are and how they work, where they thrive and what brings them joy. So before we even get into any tips, I want you to ask yourself, why do you why do you want to? Is it because it looks like fun? Is it because it is, you know, a really cool way to communicate and connect with readers and just, you know, have some fun? Cool. Then like, let's go. But if it is something that genuinely fills you with dread because you don't want to do it, but you feel like you have to, you absolutely don't have to. So please don't feel that that is a thing that you must do because you absolutely 100% do not have to you do you that is kind of the whole point of this um, episode okay so moving on now I'm assuming that if we're you know here together at this point that you do want to do this you want to understand how to come off as yourself on camera, how to have confidence on camera, how to sell books or connect or whatever it is that you want from this. So first of all, let's just get a little bit technical in the sense of what platform? Because there are so many social media platforms, right? You've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm sure there are other ones. I'm 37 next week, quite frankly, It's a miracle i remember tiktok (laughs) anyway so i want you to think of which platform do you use the most right what's the one that you like not not necessarily for work not necessarily for anything but if you are sitting by yourself and you pick up your phone to scroll Where are you scrolling? Because that's probably the best place for you to engage because you understand the platform, you understand how it works um, and the features and all the rest of it. So you're more likely to enjoy using it because it's something you would go to anyway. And the people on there are more likely to connect with you because they gravitate there as well. So it's just about finding that place. Don't try and do it like all on everything all at once especially if you're kind of you know new to this because it's way too much it's way too much so pick one whether that's youtube or like i say instagram tiktok facebook there must be more i don't know of them is snapchat still a thing i never got snapchat i mean i got it like on my phone but i just I, it made zero sense to me anyway That's by the by. So I want you to like think of, okay, which platform do I find myself on the most? Which one do I enjoy using the most? And that's kind of where we're going to aim it. A couple of things to begin with before we get into like actually being in, in front of the camera sitting down and delivering what you want to say. Let's think about our setup. Okay. So a lot of times when I was at drama school, we would be told if we're doing like a self-tape or something like that to have kind of a blank wall behind us because it's um, it doesn't draw the eye from the performance. But this is kind of the exact opposite advice, <laughs> I would say, when you are delivering yourself online to people that you're trying to just have a relationship with and connect with on a genuine human level. So don't like stress about having a perfect background. Like, I know a lot of the time you, you'll you see kind of influences, big ones, that have these perfectly symmetrical, gorgeous backgrounds. Um, and, you know, like neon lights and perfect shelves with like Chanel bags or, I don't know, like pop figures beautifully displayed. But here's the thing is that right now, all you need to worry about is you and who you are. So if you're listening to this podcast and not watching, I'm currently sat in my bedroom. My bed is kind of made. Well, it it isn't made. I've made it to this side, so like it on the camera, it looks like no, but it's not made. And I'm, you know, I'm I've got my bookshelves behind me. My window is to my left. I've got no special fancy lighting, nothing like that. It's just I'm sat here and I'm delivering this podcast here because I can, and. It's the same with when you are filming for any of the social medias, right? Stay with what with what you know, with where you are, with what you're comfortable with. There is no point trying to put on a big set and a big display. Sure, tidy your doilies, put your knickknacks away, whatever it is, if you want to, you know, that's fine. But you don't need to worry about getting into a whole palaver. So the idea is to get to know you and your space is part of who you are. Yeah, so don't obviously show anything that you're not comfortable with. That goes with what you're talking about as well. You only have to share what you are comfortable with sharing. No one is going to force you to do anything else. Like I say, you don't even have to do it if you don't want to. So find a place in your house that makes you feel comfortable and happy. Um, Preferably, preferably, I cannot speak today, um, with a source of light. So, you know, whether that's say your kitchen's got brilliant sun exposure in the morning um or your bathroom or whatever it is because the next thing i was going to say is lighting is important in the sense of people want to be able to see your face if you're completely in shadow it's obviously it's very difficult to connect to someone that you can't really see because as humans we don't trust what we can't understand um and when someone is in shadow or something like that it feels like they're trying to hide something and so immediately that puts us on our guard so good lighting in the sense of just so we can see your face it doesn't have to you know you don't have to go out and buy all of the lighting if you want to have some kind of like fancy pants lighting you can buy a ring light for like 20 quid that you can put your mobile phone in um and that will do you really well there was you know, there was nothing like that. Jesus Christ. It's so good. Like, honestly, the, these things are incredible and just goes to show the power of social media. The fact that you can get a ring light now for like 20 quid. Civilians, civilians couldn't buy ring lights when, you know, when I was at drama school, not for 20 quid. Jesus Christ. So if you want something like that, go for it. Um, If you're in the UK, then obviously our sunlight is notoriously unreliable um so maybe have your big light on as well <laughs> so not new big light i've got my big light on now um so there's some consistency and it's not kind of you know like really jarring but again you don't need fancy lighting just make sure that you can be seen clearly right that's all you need for that wardrobe again something you're comfortable in something you're happy in try not to have anything too um like crazy in the sense of overly striped mostly striped I think polka dots as well it can sometimes confuse the camera and it can like really draw the eye in kind of a hypnotic kind of I feel sick way so I mean other than that like it's your body you wear what you want but just be aware before you kind of film and you're in what you're going to wear and all the rest of it just take like a five second video of you doing a little a little wiggle in front of the camera and then watch it back just to see that you know the clothes aren't kind of pulling or going like wibbly wobbly and strange sound is important because obviously we want to hear what you're saying but this is if you are speaking so obviously there's a lot of reels and things these days are using trending sounds um a lot of them you don't need to speak a lot of, there's a lot of a lot a lot of lip-syncing and, and all the rest of it but while all of that stuff is fun and awesome and It's great to watch. It's also nice from time to time for people to actually see who you are in the sense of, you know, you talking and all the rest of it. Especially if you want them to be interested in who you are as a person and what you do and your books. So sound wise, again, you don't need anything fancy schmancy. Most mobile phones have like really good mics on for social media and the rest of it. You know, you don't need to go out and buy equipment for hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Your smartphone will be your camera. It will be your microphone. Just try and make sure you're not in like too crazy of an echoey place or, you know, you're not like sat on the M25. Actually, the M25 would be fine because nothing ever moves on the M25. Not on the M1. That's something worth noting as well. Sometimes life happens and that's okay too because people on social media are so used to seeing these fake polished versions of people. They're kind of over it. And actually what people relate to is real. So if you're having a day where the leaf blower people are outside all day um, and your pug actually he hasn't he's been pretty good today. So he normally barks his head off when they're going. And you know, there's noise and all the rest of it, just roll with it because oh, here we go. Because that's life. And sometimes, you know, you have to navigate around that. The last technical thing I kind of want to cover is camera angles. Now this might sound a bit silly because, you know, you're just wanting to make a reel or something. So why should you consider camera angles too much? Camera angles are really, really important. (laughs) And the amount of people um, I've seen on Instagram, YouTube, that kind of thing, that don't understand how they can, I don't enjoy using this word, but leverage a camera angle um, to their benefit. So, for example in hollywood if you think about any hero shot so anytime batman or captain america or any big like action hero kind of makes their you know big dramatic entrance it's never shot like dead on there's it's always shot so you're looking up it's got a hero angle it's, it's so you're literally looking up at this person right and it's things like this that our brains engage with it might seem strange um but that's just kind of that's just it it works. I, I, I don't have the science behind it, but it does. Um same as if you're kind of you know, uncomfortable no. But, you know, you don't have to get all fancy with your shots. I'm not saying take a filmmaking course and, you know, learn about wides and, like, over-the-shoulders and dirties and two-peoples and mids and closes and tights and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about any of that. When you start off, all you need is you in shot. (laughs) You in shot with a bit of space above your head. Don't come in too close. People need to see the borders of your face and space around it. Most most things if you're just kind of talking to the camera um a mid shot's fine so that's kind of nipples up <laughs> i mean i would assume you're covering your nipples but hey you do you but you you might get like kicked off of instagram they're real funny about stuff like that racism's fine but don't show nipples um so yeah so kind of from nipple height up with a bit of air above your head and spacey the side of you is kind of a really good rule of thumb to make sure that you are fully centered, fully engaged and having the camera either directly at eye height or slightly higher is very flattering. I mean, we've all seen, you know, people taking selfies with their arms like they're bloody trying to reach airplanes because, you know, obviously the higher up it is, it it, it looks like it creates a um, visual illusion. And it, it's very slimming and all the rest of it. So if you've got your camera, like a little bit higher than you pointed down slightly, it's usually quite flattering. Play around with it and see what you know, you're know. you comfortable with. Coming back to this, it's all about, you can't have confidence if you don't feel comfortable. Confidence comes from understanding who you are, why you're here and why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, having some knowledge of of what you're doing as well. Play around and just remember, just like writing, you know, your first draft isn't going on the shelf. Same as this play, 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 play until you feel comfortable because I'm going to tell you now the first like 10, 15, whatever times in front of a camera talking to it, are going to feel so fucking awkward. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to sweat. It's going to make you itchy. (laughs) It's not going to feel great. Most people don't feel natural or comfortable in front of a camera because it's not a normal, natural thing. We're not used to speaking to a lens. We're used to speaking to people. Um, so, really play around with it first I just remember like no one is expecting you to be perfect yeah and there are lots of different very easy to use editing softwares I'll get onto that in a bit but just play with it first have fun with it and remember like you could film a thousand videos and you don't have to put any of them up online just get yourself a little bit of confidence knowing how you sound, what you look like on camera, because, you know, it's like the first time you hear your voice when you're a kid on a cassette player, or I don't know, I guess the computer now, um, you're like, ah, oh, I hate my voice. But it's the same when you watch yourself back. You're like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know my face moved like that. What? Why are my eyebrows always going up and down? Why does my face look like plasticine? Some of the thoughts I had when I first saw myself and still to this day can also on a bad day still see, but that's fine. And By watching it back, you understand where you slip into being yourself and being comfortable and being natural. And then you will also see the places where you're like, oh, that's a bit cringe. That's a bit awkward. I'm not sure about that. And oftentimes when you're doing it, you'll feel it. You'll feel when you're kind of stepping outside of who you are or what you're comfortable with. So just play around with it. Play around with the angles. Play around with just every single piece that's involved in it, you know, find a good space that you're happy with that isn't too echoey. Don't wear anything crazy, stripey, or spotty and just have fun, play. Like it's not, it's Instagram. It's not life or death. Okay. So just remember it's, it's supposed to be fun. And if you hate it so much after you've like really tried and it's not for you. And that's okay, too. Like I say, there's so many other ways to engage with people. Okay, so that's kind of like most of the technical stuff out of the way. Um, the only other thing I can think of is makeup. Um, cameras, like I say, on phones these days are really good. Um, Like, really good, like better than a lot of the cameras that I had at drama school. Good. Um, So just kind of gauge it if you normally wear makeup and you're comfortable wearing makeup do your normal face of makeup and then check it on the camera um you might need to add a bit more you might need to darken like up half a shade of foundation that kind of thing just so you don't look too dead it depends on the lighting all of that stuff so again experiment but I would say most cameras are pretty true to life now um so I wouldn't worry too much about it if you're someone that doesn't wear makeup don't wear makeup It's as simple as that. Like, you're not going on Ellen. You're not, you know, on the red carpet. You're not whatever. It's all about staying with who you are and being comfortable. So if you don't normally wear makeup, don't go near it. If makeup is your thing, have fun, play with it. You know, you can get crazy, wacky, whatever. Just have fun and be comfortable in your skin. There's no point trying to paint yourself as something you're not. Because you'll know it and it will come across and it will be awkward. So, Stay with who you are because at the end of the day, we communicate and we engage with people that are truthful, that we relate to. And you can relate to so many different types of people that might be, you know, so different from who you are. You can enjoy watching people that are like vastly different, live in different countries, do different things. But the reason you connect with them is because they are just being themselves. Okay, so now we've covered the kind of like more technical stuff. I just wanna get into a little bit of how to feel confident. And really as with anything, confidence comes with practice. But there are a few tricks that could make you appear more confident uh, when you first start. So for example, eye contact um when you're talking to someone in real life you look at them right or most people do just it's very difficult to think of the camera as a person um especially when you're first starting but just i want you to think as if the lens of the camera is the eye of a person if you meet someone and you're talking to them and you do not break eye contact with them for the entire conversation it's weird right it's very intense and can be a little bit intimidating people look around when they're talking they think they recall things you know and your eyes pop up pop not pop out (laughs) your eyes pop out when you're talking that's fine that's not weird or intimidating but it's not a natural state to just stare at someone the entire conversation Also, if you're talking to someone and they never hold your eye contact, they're looking at the ground or something, you know, it could either come across as anxiety or nerves or disinterest. Um, And kind of similar rules apply when you are talking to the camera. So if you are constantly staring at the camera without breaking eye contact at any point, it comes off very intense. (laughs) It comes off like so, so much. And people will feel uncomfortable. And the same goes if you never look at the camera. People will not have confidence in you because you can't hold their eye. So this is important with things like if you're using an auto cue for something, because obviously a lot of auto cues, you can get auto cue apps and stuff. So say like you've written something like a poem for example when I do my poems I pop them on an auto cue, and then I perform them and I you know I've got the words in front of me as I'm doing it because I just I don't have time to learn all of them all the time but if as you're reading your face is going down like constantly going down 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 it comes across as you don't know what you're doing you're not confident and people feel uncomfortable right like to use kind of a pop culture example if you're watching something like the x factor or britain's got talent one of those kind of you know reality tv talent shows whatever they are and someone walks onto the stage you usually know within the first second whether you're safe in that person's hands or not whether you can just sit and relax and watch them perform or whether you feel your body tighten and your muscles tighten and you know just uncomfortable sweaty palms don't know where to look And that all comes from how someone carries themselves. Well, on camera, everything's magnified because there's only a certain amount of frame that you're in. So it's not like, you know, you've got an entire stage and and people are seeing you from a distance. They're seeing you close up like they're stood in front of you. It's a very intimate thing. So if you're looking down all the time, it shows that you don't, Well, not necessarily it shows that you don't believe in what you're saying, but it comes across that way because it's like when you're trying to talk to someone and, you know, you feel like they're lying and they don't hold your eye contact. That will make you believe that they are, because if someone was being truthful, they could look you in the eye. So it's just about treating the camera like you would treat someone that you're having a conversation with. You wouldn't stare them out and you wouldn't never look at them. You know, in like a normal conversation, obviously, if you're furious with someone or, or whatever, then it's different. Um, But just for like a general day to day conversation, when you're relating with someone, it is important to do what you would do in that situation while you're talking to the camera. Now. Obviously. I can't kind of advise you on what to say or what to do, because I'm not you and. If you, if you truly know like why you want to communicate, then it should be kind of easy for you to figure out what, what you want to say or at least the topics that you want to talk about. You know, it could be that you want to teach people about different genres or things like that. But whatever it is, you know, whether it's, I don't know, whether it's engaging your readers in the sense of giving them snippets of your life or, um, you know, showing them, kind of teasers of what your next book's going to be all that kind of thing engaging people comes first from you knowing what you want to talk about and why you want to talk about it so while some people can just jump in front of the camera and ramble um most people will do well for just sitting down for like five minutes before you like press record and just kind of have a brief outline of what you want to talk about i mean i've literally in front of me here i've just got a a card with a couple of points that i wanted to cover so that if i get lost i can just look down okay yep there we go and then i can carry on talking so just knowing what you want to talk about that will make you look more confident as well because you're not reaching for things you want to say you kind of you already know where, where you are your position and and what you're trying to communicate um And the most important thing and the hardest thing, and this was one of those things that's kind of of come last for most people because it does take time, is be yourself. Genuinely and truly be yourself. I've kind of, I've touched on this time and time again throughout this episode, but people can tell when you're bullshitting. People can tell if you are pretending to be something that you're not. And that makes people uncomfortable. And that is the opposite of what you want. If you are trying to engage with people, if you are trying to actually connect with people on a human level, then you need to be yourself. Because just like when you start school and you're looking for friends, there's no point like being something that somebody wants if that's not who you are, because you're going to be miserable. And eventually they're going to be pissed off because you've been lying to them about who you are. Much better to start with the truth, much better to start with who you are. And then by doing that, the people that would naturally gravitate to you will gravitate to you. It will take some time, you know, unless you manage to kind of hit a viral video. And, you know, I mean, these things happen very, very rare. Like, don't bank on, you know, on that, because it's that's just that's one way to make yourself crazy. But by being authentically you and like sharing Your personality and who you are, again, within the limits of your comfort. When I say authentically you, I don't mean you have to tell everybody about every single thing that happens in your life all of the time. That is like not healthy for one. And also, no one has a right to your life. You get to decide what you share. You can still be who you are and by selecting what you're sharing. Yeah. So don't, don't like, confuse that i'm not trying to say like just tell everybody everything um but just as you're delivering it be who you are so if you are naturally a very conscientious kind of crisp efficient person don't try and not be that when you're on camera because that's who you are and when you are being who you are it comes across real it comes across natural and people will connect with that and like people will connect with that who aren't necessarily the same way as you. They might find like your efficiency aspirational. Same as like with me, I am, I wish I was kind of like super organized and on it all the time, but I'm just, generally speaking, I'm a bit of a messy person. Like when it comes to how I live and how I speak and you know, what I make, nothing about me is kind of pristine and clean and you know, pin perfect detail that's that's not where I where I am that's not my pool that's not my lane that's not where I thrive I thrive in like being who I am and just embracing the fact that you know I'm a bit messy and that's okay that's just who I am if I tried to be anything other than that it would really come across crass and like I was like I say trying to be something I'm not so it does take time Because one of the for me, for example, one of the hardest things that (laughs) I found was starting videos. Like once I start talking, good luck getting me to stop. Jesus Christ. But like trying to just say like, hello, or like, how do I start this? Am I saying hi, guys? Or am I saying, hey, or do I just go straight into it? And like saying my name feels weird. And it's, you know, it's difficult kind of just finding that rhythm of yourself in this kind of situation so again this comes back to practice practice play play have fun with it and no one has to see anything you don't want them to just remember that there is a delete button and you can use it as many times as you want much like with your first draft of a book you are the only person that gets to see it until you are ready to put it out those really are the main things know why you're doing it And then just let yourself permeate through everything. So, you know, in your choice of platform, in your backgrounds, in what you wear, in whether you're wearing makeup or not, in how you like yourself, whether, you know, whether you always want to do it outside or you're happy, like whatever it is, surround yourself in you and be you. Be full of yourself, not full of yourself, different thing but be full of yourself and let the video be full of you because that really is the only way to come across as someone that is worth watching and worth getting to know. Um, And really, you know, just because it's on a screen, it doesn't make human interaction different in the sense of what we connect with. So, Obviously, like I said, there are technical things to consider, just making sure you're not in an echoey space and that, you know, we can see, we can see you and you're not like, you know, hiding in a corner or whatever and camera angles and the stuff that I've said, but really the most important thing that will make you come across as someone that, that, you know, I want, I want to get to know I I'm, that person that I'm like, I wish I could be friends with so-and-so. They seem like the person that I'd love to go to have a drink with. It's just to be yourself. And that takes practice. So practice, practice, practice. But just remember, it's never going to be perfect. So practice until you're comfortable in front of the camera. And then just put some stuff out there and see what happens. Much like when you first release a book, in the best way possible, nobody cares because nobody's waiting for it. So you have that freedom of playing around. That Really, that's kind of what I have to say on it. Like, obviously... The more you do it, the more comfortable comfortable you'll feel and you might want to get a bit fancy with bits and pieces, but you, you don't need to. I would just say before I sign off, kind of the last thing to remember um, is that not only do you have the right of refusal in the sense of only you get to see the video until you say otherwise, editing is a real thing. So there are so many editing apps and um like softwares you can download for your computer a lot of computers come with them don't they um so you can trim off dead space or you can cut out that line that you was like why the hell did I just say that that's so weird and I would never normally say that you like what you film is your first draft and then you edit it so just have fun play around get to know the camera or your phone or, you know, whatever you're using, get to know some editing software. Like there's so many of them, honestly. And they are built now to like be used by people that aren't professional editors. They're, They're, you know, they're intuitive. Hell, if I can figure it out, then anyone can, because me and tech do not connect. We do not get on really. That's kind of all there is to say. Um, it is as simple as that, and it is as difficult as that. And as with any kind of skill, it just takes practice for you to start to feel comfortable and confident. Um, Yeah. So just practice, play, have fun. Only do it if it is something you truly want to do and just how about it? Have fun. And if you've got any questions um, that you'd like to ask, feel free. I'm happy to answer them. You can pop them in the comments, uh, whether that's I think you can leave comments on podcasts. I have no idea. Um, I assume you can. You can do it there or you can uh, comment on the YouTube video or you can find me at Activated Authors on Instagram or Masters of None. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions regarding this topic that you have and with that all that's left to say is a massive thank you to the listener for tuning in we appreciate you and the time you spend with us each and every week and as always if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career then head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community our resources and everything else that we've got going on including the 50k camp coming up in april and from me that is a goodbye and i will see you next week goodbye (laughs) Activate your energy.